0: from RF smart. This is taking inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. And now your host, Sarah Archer.
1: Welcome to Taking Inventory with RF Smart. My name is Sarah Archer, and I'm your host. Uh, On this podcast, we talk about ERP, we talk about warehouse management, and so much more. But today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about working at RF Smart and the vision that our guest today has cast for our company, and why it's exciting for you as an RF Smart user. So, without further ado, I'm excited to introduce RF Smart CEO Michael Morales. Michael, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your history at RF Smart?
0: Sure. So, uh, you know, our company goes back to being founded in 1982 by my father, George. So, uh, in some ways, my history with the company goes back to those uh, founding days, but uh, my First day at the company was in July 2005, so I'm about to celebrate 15 years uh, at the company, and I've worked in a variety of roles uh, in the business, and about seven and a half years ago, I became the CEO of R Smart.
1: That's amazing. I, I didn't realize you'd worked there for so long. That's very cool. Um, so I'm I'm really glad that you're here today. Um, we'll get here to, to the three-year vision in just a moment. But for our listeners out there who uh, who might want to get to know you a little bit better, is there what's something about you that might surprise them?
0: So, I am currently leading Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University at my church. So I am passionate about uh, doing my best to help people make wise financial decisions save for retirement uh, and be in a p- position to have financial peace and also be in a position to give generously. So I absolutely love uh, financial peace university and uh, it's I get so energized to uh, meet with my class every week and uh, talk about things that can uh, bring financial peace.
1: Well, that's one of the things that I loved about uh, when I first started RF Smart, knowing that that's something that we offer. Is the ability to do FPU, and so I went through it. Uh, I guess last year and graduated, and um, and so that's just one of the many benefits of of working at RF Smart. But it's something that it you know carries over as a passion of yours.
0: Definitely, and uh, I think I wisely realized that no one in the company probably wants to take financial peace from the CEO. So I'm <laughs> not involved within the business uh, when we. Offer that class, but uh, very much enjoy doing it at my church.
1: Well, Michael, most of the podcasts that we do are focused on tips for warehouse strategy. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about a different strategy that you've implemented at RF Smart, which is to cast a vision for growth. And I think that that's equally relevant and applicable for our listeners. So our topic today is about having a company three-year vision. And I'm going to let you explain what that means uh, here in a minute. But um, according to Forbes, three-year vision plans are becoming more and more common as they present practical, attainable, long-term goals. So what is a three-year vision and why did you decide to do one at RF Smart?
0: Yes, I, I wanted to set a target of where we wanted to go and what we wanted to achieve because I thought setting that target would be powerful. Uh, I wanted our team members to think and act somewhat differently. And the three-year vision was a way to encourage them to do that. Uh, we put a goal of um, having over 1,000 customers around the world and $50 million in revenue. And one of the big reasons that I wanted to to launch a three-year vision was that I wanted to encourage our team members to think and act differently. And what I started to notice once we launched this vision was uh, people started to have conversations like, what we're doing won't work if we have 1,000 customers, and uh, we don't have the leadership if we're going to have that many team members here at RF Smart. So we're going to have to start to do things differently.
1: So, when you first set the three year vision back in 2017, uh, what was successful and how did you measure success?
0: Yeah, it, it's funny. Um, so many things uh, didn't go well about the three year vision, but a lot did. Uh, on the downside, I think in that first three-year vision, I had something like 21 measurable numbers. And uh, as you can imagine, once you launch that, people start asking, well, what's the most important one? Or what's the top five? And so then I had to kind of go through and, and prioritize those. And um, our core success over over 2017, 18, and 19 Uh, was that we were very true to our mission of transforming customers and changing lives over those three years. Uh, We transformed more customers than we've ever had before, and more people's lives uh, were changed. Additionally, through those 21 numbers, we realized that several were some of the biggest numbers. And uh, one of those was that we wanted to achieve uh, over 1,000 customers, and we were able to do that. And another one was to achieve uh, $50 million in revenue. And uh, fortunately, we were able to exceed that. And in 2019, we ended the year at almost $60 million in revenue.
1: Wow, I want to go back um, and ask a question. You said that you know, at RF Smart, our mission is to transform customers and change lives. And so I want to know, for you as the CEO, what it means to you for customers to be transformed and lives to be changed?
0: Sure. So when I think of transforming customers, uh, I'll share a story from a, from a customer of ours who uh, I was traveling in the southeastern United States visiting customers. And uh, on a Friday afternoon, I went to, to visit this customer. And the customer was implementing RF Smart and uh, going live on its ERP system at the same time. And it was it was a challenging time. And I was visiting the customer. They shared some struggles they were having. But during that meeting, they also shared, they said, Michael, we're having some challenges here. I'm confident that we can work through those with RF Smart. But what I really want you to know is in January, we need to go live on our Chicago facility. And our Chicago facility is part of a recent acquisition that we've done. And it hasn't gone that well. And so the last thing we need is to have some challenges putting in our warehouse software. So can you promise me that that uh, we'll work through our problems here, but when we get to Chicago, it's going to be a, a great success. So I uh, took those notes and uh, you know recorded that feedback, went back, uh, sat down with my colleagues, shared that feedback, and... Um, I was so encouraged. It was it was late in January, and I was working in the office. And I get this email uh, from one of our colleagues who says, "Hey, we're on site at this customer. It's going so well that we're able to dedicate even more time for training. And uh, I think we're actually going to travel home early because it's been such a success." And for me, that's an example of us transforming customers. Sometimes it starts with some adversity, uh, but we stick with it. We partner with the customer and uh, they see business value uh, from their implementations of smart. So,
1: you know, with any new venture, whether it's an implementation, whether it's something like a three year vision, you're always taking a risk, right? You don't know. It might start off. Badly or end well, wherever it might be. But with that risk comes some fear. How did you overcome those fears?
0: Yeah, I had uh, plenty of fear that putting together a three-year vision, and especially being in the technology industry, how can I predict three years from now? Technology is always changing. Uh, I'm going to look, I'm going to look silly or naive. Um, so I had for several years, I'd talked myself out of putting together a three-year vision. But what I realized is I needed to cast a vision of where we wanted to go and how we're going to get there. I needed to take a risk so people could see something farther out in the future and aim for that target. And uh, I also you know, understood that many other companies have been successful on three-year visions. Um, like us, they've probably missed in some areas, but uh, from the from their most important goals, that three year vision has encouraged them to move forward to not just think short term but to invest in the long term and uh, to go and to go to the destination that they so much want to achieve.
1: I think it's funny that you said, um, you know, looking three years into the future, how could I predict? what technology was going to look like, how could you predict what 2020 was going to look like, right? It's already been a whirlwind of a year. Um, and so I wanna talk about the future. I wanna talk about our 2020 um, three-year vision, and I wanna talk about your plans. What are you most excited about for the new three-year vision?
0: Yes, uh, one of the, the core concepts I'm really excited about is the concept of uh, us at RF Smart realizing more of our potential. Uh, we've really uh, galvanized around this concept that we have more potential to realize. And that, and so we know that we can be better corporately. I know I can be better individually. I know my colleagues can be better individually. Uh, we have more potential to better serve our customers. We have more potential to improve how we innovate with our software solutions and uh, we have more potential to develop our team members so that uh, they can have the skills and the capabilities that uh, our customers require and that we uh, need as a business as we're moving forward. Uh, so I'm really excited about this concept of uh, us achieving more of our potential. And as I've talked about it corporately. Uh, I've enjoyed asking the question, raise your hand if you don't think you have more potential to realize personally. And of course, everyone is like, no, I know I can be better. And that is part of uh, our three-year vision.
1: And we, you know, we talk about that potential and and seeing more within our own business and and how that influences the way that we uh, are able to transform customers and change lives, which we already talked about that a little bit. But one of the themes of the new three-year vision is an investment in cloud solutions, and I want to know why should our customers be excited about that?
0: Yes, if you're if you're one of our on-premise customers, uh, more than likely you are moving more and more of your business to cloud solutions. And what I think you should be excited about related to what's happening at RF Smart is we've been investing in cloud solutions for the last seven years. And so what you can be comfortable knowing is we are ready for you when you're ready to make that step. We've been working uh, diligently to understand what's the same from our on-premise solutions, what's different, how can we make sure RFSmart is meeting the needs of our customers in cloud environments. So if you're an on-premise, on-premise customer, know we are ahead of you, we're waiting for you, and we're going to be well prepared. If you're one of our cloud solutions, what you should be excited about is this is the main area of investment in our business. We're not backtracking. We are moving forward more than ever to improve our cloud solutions, to optimize, to innovate. And uh, we are absolutely committed to cloud and uh, to making the solutions that we have today and will have in the future the best possible solutions for our customers.
1: I love the the charge that you gave to our on-premise customers of, you know, we're here for you, we're ready. When you are, I actually had a conversation with someone today where they were saying, I've talked to four customers this week who are looking at making this transition. And so just being able to step into that role and be a trusted supply chain advisor to our customers, um, that's just one of the ways that we are able to to transform their business, right? So how does the three-year vision tie into that goal, that goal of transforming customers and changing lives?
0: So when we think about realizing more of our potential, we know we can continue to transform our customers at a higher level. Uh, in in some ways, with RF Smart, some of the big transformation is the initial implementation of RF Smart. There's life before RF Smart, and life with RF Smart is better. Uh, as we look forward, we want to continue to help our customers realize more of their business potential, and that means RF Smart can't be static in their warehouse operations. We need to continue to partner with our customers, innovate with them. Their businesses are changing. What's required of them from their customers is changing. So RF Smart needs to meet their future needs as well. So that's us living out more of our potential. We're absolutely committed to investing in research and development on our RF Smart solutions. And so we have the potential to continue to innovate and invest in our products in a way that meets our customers' needs and helps them to continue to transform their business.
1: Do you have a story that you want to share? I know um, you, you probably have a ton um, just about ways we've been able to help our customers.
0: Sure, uh, there was a um, there was a customer uh, late last year, and I had gotten to know the CEO during their evaluation process of warehouse software, and they fortunately chose RF Smart and um he reached out to me as they were beginning the implementation and as a summary he said a few things he said i'm seeing estimates for modifications for rf smart and the, it's more extensive than i anticipated and he said well, while i'm worried about the cost of those modifications i'm i'm also worried about how the customizations affect my long-term future with RF smart and getting updates and upgrades. And am I making my solution too complicated? And then the third thing um, was, he was like, what does your team really think about all our requests for modifications? And uh, so the first thing I did was talk to our solutions architect who was working on the project. And he indicated, he said, You know, when I look at a lot of their requests, they're around an extra level of validation, which is kind of indicating they don't trust the users of the system. And as we dug into it, we realized they didn't really trust their warehouse manager and the warehouse manager's leadership of the warehouse staff. So because of that lack of trust, They were then pushing it onto RF smart to create a lot of extra validation and double checking that was making their solution a lot more expensive and more complicated. And so we were able to recommend to our customer that, hey, number one, do you have a trust issue with your warehouse manager? And I appreciated his candidness and he said, yes. And uh, ultimately, that's his decision of how he wants to handle that. But with that, we were also able to say, hey, maybe on the inbound side of your warehouse processes, we'll be a little lighter on the validations. Let's stay closer to the base product, but on the outbound side, because you don't want to send the wrong product to a customer. And this was someone where a type of business where one product looked very similar to another, but the, but the one product could be significantly more expensive than the other. We're happy to add those modifications to really make sure that you have those uh, double checks in place. So we were providing value and helping to transform a customer, not just writing down what they wanted, but serving as an advisor for them, sharing best practices, and pushing back on them a little bit.
1: You know, I think that one of the great values of working with a, a partner like RF smart um, is just our team and the, uh, the amount of people that we have who are listening, who are making recommendations. I think recently of a story I heard of a customer um, this was around the launch of our uh, pick pick manager product for NetSuite. And um, you know we had a few customers who raised their hand and said, Hey, what we're doing right now isn't really, it's not working for us. And so RF smart heard that, took that feedback and created a, a new product that's going to be able to help them manage their business better, and so I think that that's just one of the great values is that we're listening, we're able to provide feedback, um, and we're there for as long as you have the RF Smart product, which is which is so great. Um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about 2020, um, and I wanna I want to talk about you know the three year vision created a strong foundation for our company. But I'm just curious how um, the three year vision impacted your strategy in leading RF Smart during the pandemic.
0: Sure, uh, I think starting off, uh, we're very fortunate. We went in uh, to this global pandemic in a really strong finance financial position. Uh, a 38 year old company uh, we don't borrow money uh, some old-fashioned values have served us very well uh, so we're very fortunate um, and we've certainly played some defense in uh, the uncertainty of the business and watching our expenses and and so forth but at the same time uh, and I really want our customers to hear this, we have actually increased our research and development spend during this time not decreased it and so part of having a 3 year vision for us that's been so valuable is we need to continue to think long term we of course need to pay the bills and make sure we're a viable business and We know where we want to be three years from now, and that means we have to continue to invest. So we've invested more in research and development. We've continued to hire our most strategic open positions, and uh, all with the goal of we have another three-year vision to achieve. And certainly we have obstacles right now, but we're going to stay focused on the long term and moving forward.
1: So with all that being said, all of your experience with your three-year vision starting in 2017 up until now, uh, what could our customers, if they decided they wanted to implement a three-year vision, what would you suggest to their leadership?
0: Well, it's important to set a target of where you want to go. Uh, Fundamentally, people want to understand why is it important that we get there. And uh, sometimes numbers aren't going to be that motivating for people, and so for us, one clarifying answer for me of why was it Im- why was it important that RF Smart achieves this three-year vision was that I fundamentally believe that more people deserved to work at RF Smart because it's a great place to work, and more customers deserve to work with RF Smart because we are crazy for our customers. And these are things that were at stake when it was, can we achieve this three-year vision? Is this worth fighting for? I believe that it was worth fighting for because I wanted more people to have the opportunity to work at RF Smart and more customers to be transformed. And so this is very personal for me. So uh, once a month, we have our new onboarding class of new hires that have occurred during the month and every every month when i speak to them my topic is the rf smart mission statement so we exist to transform customers and to change lives and i get so excited to share our mission with my new colleagues because i am so so jazzed that they get the opportunity to work at rf smart and and with onboarding there's usually a lot of energy with new hires anyway But people have already had a great experience with us in the interview process. They've gotten excited about our culture. And it's already starting to sink in that they're getting the opportunity to work someplace special. And then for our customers, uh, I want them to have an amazing experience. Uh, We could all talk about negative customer support experiences And I was talking to a customer just yesterday and he told me a great story. He said, I recently called your support line because there was a problem on the handheld device. And number one, they were very responsive. He said, second, they were extremely knowledgeable and they dug into the problem right in front of me and they walked me through why this was occurring. He said, it turned out it wasn't an RF smart issue. But instead of just throwing up our hands and say, sorry, this is an ERP issue, good luck, our colleagues walked them through the problem, showed them exactly where it was occurring, and armed him with valuable information where he could go reach out and get the support issue handled. And when I think about that customer support experience that we delivered yesterday, that's the type of company that we and the type of service that we want to offer more and more customers around the world.
1: Well, and I think that working at RF Smart, I know for me personally, but for others, there is this environment of we know what we're coming here to do. There's a mission. We're here to be crazy for our customers. And I love hearing these stories about the ways that we're able to transform customers. And, you know, people say to me, it's I didn't know someone could be so passionate about inventory management, but I am because of the impact it has on the lives of our customers. What was something that you did or Arvsmart did to get team members to think or act differently?
0: So one of the aspects in our in our last 3-year vision was the concept of being a more global business. And as we looked at that, we realized we were over we we did not have enough local representation in the countries where we had RF Smart customers and were very interested in adding more RF Smart customers. So to get people to start thinking and acting differently, we started to project forward. Well, what if we had hundred more customers in Europe? What would our staffing need to be lo- look like? And what if we had this goal of being more local to our customers? Where are we short on team members? Where are we weak? How do we make adjustments to that? And so, you know, a classic example is uh, Australia, New Zealand has been a very good uh, area of the world for us. And um, in our last three-year vision, we were interviewing uh, for our customer support team in Melbourne, Australia, and we found two phenomenal candidates and we were just debating which one. And it was so painstaking for us. And finally, we said, well, we have a vision of even more business here in Australia. Why don't we hire them both? And, uh, it, you know, once that question was asked, it was kind of a no-brainer. And we added two amazing te- team members who were doing so well. And what a great decision that I think was impacted because we had a bigger vision of where we wanted to go.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that story. I love hearing about the ways that internally we're able to transform lives, um, but also externally we're able to take those things that we're doing in the business, things like a three-year vision, things like hiring, um, and, and apply them so that they are beneficial for our customers Well, as we wrap up today, Michael, I just want to thank you for being here in the podcast studio. Um, Thanks for those of you who are tuning in and listening. Please make sure that you are subscribed so that you get notified when we release a new episode. Uh, You can also check out rfsmart.com for new episodes and other resources. Michael, thank you again for being here. Thanks for those of you listening, and we'll see you all next time.